Uh, good morning. Welcome to Greensburg Baptist. Uh, we was running a little late from Sunday school. We actually started talking about changers a little bit in Sunday school, and um, we got excited. So I'm excited to be here this morning for you guys to hear how God worked in and through uh, Kentucky changers. Uh, this morning you're going to hear a lot of stories about things of what was accomplished and uh, how people got to serve. Uh, but again, it's all for His honor and His glory. So um, we're excited to share with you this morning. I don't know if we've got picture. I don't, I don't, okay. So you're going to have to use your visual a little bit. If you can go on uh, Facebook, I'm sure there's tons of pictures on there from um, the Russ. Kentucky Changers Russell Creek Association Facebook site. So that's one place you can go and get tons of pictures, uh, videos, and different things. If you want to go, please go this week and just see some of those things. For time constraints this morning, we won't share all those. Uh, but we just want you to hear the stories and the testimonies of how God worked in people's lives. So if you were a part of Kentucky Changers this week and you served, we would like for you to come forward, please. One verse of scripture I want to share real quick. We talked about it in Sunday school this morning. Mark chapter 10, verse 45 says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This week I have got to see uh, some of that taking place. Uh, I'm excited because I didn't get to hear all these people's story. It's, it's a busy and crazy week. Um, but it was an awesome week, and uh, we may have to make more room up here. That's good. You won't get to hear, and that's one thing in Sunday school we talked about, all the miracles that Jesus performed are not in this Bible. Uh, we don't have access to all those stories. One day we'll get to hear them all. You'll hear a few that t today and uh, many more that probably won't uh, get to see or hear, but uh, it's an opportunity for these guys to share. And uh, I'm going to share mine real quick. I was uh, blessed to be able to serve this week. Um, crew 15, uh, Will, is Will Bonta here? There's Will. Will was on our crew. Uh, Will had the opportunity to, um, I don't know if it's opportunity to work with Corey Bonds and Brad Hodges, so I can say whatever I want to them this morning. They're not here, so uh, love you guys. Um, proud to be able to serve with you, so I hope and, I hope and pray they're, uh, they're listening this morning. So um, just amazing. Some numbers real quick. I uh, heard some numbers last night of 38. Um, decisions made throughout the week. So praise God, those were salvations, those were rededications, those were uh, answers to call to ministry. Uh, lots of great things happened. One of those uh, was a young man on our crew. His name was Cole. He gave his heart and life to Christ. Uh, so praise God for that and so many other things, man. That your guys' uh, participation in this was not only for a week and temporary stuff, it was eternal. So thank you very much uh, from my heart and uh, from lots of others that you're going to hear about this morning. Thank you guys. Love you all and praise God for you. I've got a few, I have a few stats if she can bring that up. They love Greensburg. The adults, the kids, they want to come back. I'm not ready. They won't come back for at least two years. I'm not ready for them then. But anyway, <laughs> I love them. But okay, next slide, please. I'm just giving you some of the totals. <clears throat> we had 237 youth, 116 adult volunteers, 
27 staff. Now, that might be included some of those in that 116. Greensburg Baptist. Now, I may not have got everybody, but when I go through the list they've given me, I had 25 adults that were serving on sites. Now, we had a lot more helping with meals. Uh, <clears throat> so, next Oh, and the ages, 13 to 80. So, okay, don't tell me you're too old, okay? Greensburg Baptist, this is where we serve. Associational team members, coordinator, runner coordinator was Billy um, Dangerfield's site selection committee. Uh, Rick Atwell had a big part there. I was Mills coordinator. We had people who served as crew chiefs, assistant crew chiefs, encouragers. These are the people, this is my least favorite job. You've got to encourage these kids to keep working. Some of them are not real clue, turn, tuned on to work. Runners deliver supplies to the sites. And Cliff learned Friday, pick up the leftovers and return to <laughs> um, the store. But okay, we thank you for all of you who made donations for meals and helped deliver. <clears throat> this year we only delivered to two sites. They were smaller sites. Last year we did three. Okay, next slide. We had 24 work sites, and these are some of the things they did to show you the, and some of that won't add up. We had 24 youth work sites, one adult-only work site, plus we had to feed the staff at the high school. So this tells you some of it. Okay, next slide. Support from the churches. We had 22 churches. Last year we had 17. And the new, the new churches this year were because we helped them last year. So that included not only Baptist churches, Greensburg Methodist, Ebenezer Presbyterian, Greensburg Common Presbyterian, Greensburg Nazarene, and Oak Forest Common Presbyterian. So, and a lot of these churches provided vans, not just to break, come and get them Sunday, but to, to their work sites. Okay. Is that all of them? Our association, this is... The state um, is amazed that our small community has raised the money for all of the site repairs. Uh, Wendell estimated to be 30000 this year. This, if you know Wendell Boyne, you shake his hand and thank him. This is his 26th year of doing uh, this. And then we contributed this year. That's 5000 just towards supplies. That's not okay. That, is that it, Karen? Okay. Oh, yes, the best news. Now, as of last night, this is what I was told. We had 11 salvations. There was several, uh, just on Monday night, there was three uh, rededications and one called to missions. But I didn't, they didn't report to me anymore. But it was worth it. Last year, we only had, we had six saved. But if it was just one, it was worth it. Thank you all. God used me a lot this week. Um, what I'm about to share with you guys is a little bit personal in some aspects, but, you know, God does things for a reason. Um, part of my testimony is uh, my relationship with my dad. Um, we really haven't had the best relationship since 2006 when my parents got a divorce, and it, it kept going downhill for a while. My senior year of high school, um, I was having an argument through text messages with my dad, and he told me that I was never going to amount to anything. 
continuing on um, for about a year and a half, two years. Um, every time we talk, we would fight. And it came to the point on Father's Day in 2015, we're sitting on the front porch, and he looks at me, and I bring up a conversation uh, to my brother and his soon-to-be wife. We were doing wedding invitations. And I say something about them having kids. And he makes a comment, looks at them, and says, I never regret having any of mine. And he looks at me right in the eyes and says, except you sometimes. And, you know, hearing that at the age of 18, 19, it was rough. But little did I know that God used my testimony this week. I had a young man on my crew. His name was Colin. Um, and Colin opened up to me on Wednesday, and he, he told me that his father walked out on him and his mom and his little sister about a month and a half ago. He began to tell me the story of how his dad was supposed to come to Kentucky Changers. He got it cleared to come off work, and, you know, walking out, he said something popped up from work. And through that, God pushed me um, towards Colin this week. And I shared my testimony with him about my relationship with my dad. And I began to tell him how, you know, no matter how, how much or how bad our earthly father treats us, our heavenly father has got us. Um, continue on that week, um, I was an assistant crew chief. Greg Irvin was the crew chief. Um, and we had a roofing job. And, you know, it was hard to get the kids to talk. And then Friday, Greg kind of threw it on me. He's like, we've got the roof done. We're doing stuff around the house, and uh, it's all on you. And he went out and helped others. Um, but I thank God for that opportunity, Greg, that you gave, gave me to be as a leader that day. Um, I was the one who got to tell everybody what to do. And, <laughs> and with that, I told um, another guy on my crew, his name was Nick. I told him he's going to be on the roof. Um, up there with me, I was going to go around and make sure there was no nails sticking through or anything like that. And he was to go um, cut the shingles that were hanging off the side. And I finished what I got done, what I was doing before he did, and we were up there talking. And, of course, throughout the devotion, we tried to get our youth or anybody to share their testimony. And up there on the roof, he, he asked me if I was going to share my testimony today. I said, yeah, Nick, I will. Are you going to share yours? He looked at me and said, I don't have a testimony. So after he said that, uh, everybody at the time was down underneath the canopy drinking a nice cold can of ski. Um, I said, Nick, uh, after we get done, we're going to go down, we're going to get our ski, and me, you, and Richie, was an adult on our crew, we're going to go talk. So after we go have our bottle of ski, or can of ski, um, Nick, Richie, and I go back up on the roof and Led, Christ, led Nick to Christ on the roof. Um, something that I had never done before. Um, it, it was different, um, but I liked it. And um, later that day, of course, lunch rolls around. The kids get all excited. We have pizza. Um, and then it comes time for the devotion. And all week it had been like pulling teeth, trying to get the kids to talk. And they pretty much opened up on Friday um, Colin shared the story with the crew about his dad. Um, one of them opened up about, you know, he's, he's working with a guy he knows is lost, and he knows now how he needs to work and how he needs to spread Christ as he works. Um, then I continue to give my testimony. Um, 
many of you guys might not know, I actually got saved October 23rd last year. Um, there was a time, uh, you know, I thought I was saved because being the youngest of three, everything's a competition, especially with brothers. And, uh, you know, I made a false profession of faith. And I real, God broke me um, through my relationship with my dad and many other variables. But he brought me to him in October last year. And through that, and sh- through sharing my testimony, um, at the end, I asked everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. And I asked the question that not many people like to be asked. Uh, ask how many of you guys out here, nobody's looking, have not made the profession of faith. And I had three hands go up. Um, later on that day, we're, we're working on cleanup. And Colin, the guy who I had been looking up to me, I've been mentoring all week. Um, he and a girl named Brittany on my crew were going through the tools. And I'm over there talking to Greg, making sure, you know, we got all his tools. The next thing you know, Colin's coming over to me with Brittany, um, crying right behind him. And he, he came up to me and said, Brittany just got saved. Um, through that, I was, you know, leading by example. It hit me real hard. And Brittany was one of those who raised her hand. Later on that night, we were at Devotion, and a girl named Emily, who was also on my crew, uh, I could see her halfway through preaching. She was fidgeting. She couldn't sit still. And the preacher asked everybody to bow their head and close their eyes and ask if anybody was ready to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior um, and to recite a prayer and really mean it. And Emily came to know Christ that night. And being able to be there to hold and give a hug to a girl who I've been witness to all week. Um, and to know that three people on Friday, just on my crew alone, accepted Christ, made this week all worth it for me. Um, I was also on a roofing crew. Thank you. But um, it was an amazing week for me, probably just to step out of my comfort zone that I was in, um, just to actually talk in our devotion time in our groups, because I would just kind of just stand there and listen to everybody else and just take in what they would say. But uh, you can ask Clay here, by the end of the week, I was talking more than they were. <laughs> um, Also, this man right here, um, I've never met him in my life, but I would say he's like a best friend to me, and I've just known him for a week. (laughs) But, yeah, I was on a um, roofing crew that I was on. You know, it was was a double-wide trailer, and um, all of us, all of my crew was probably in college or at least going into college pretty pretty soon. And it was just amazing, you know, just... Finally, like, you know, I've been on a roofing crew before, but just for the first time, had a roofing crew who knew what they were doing, because we knocked this out in, like, no time. Oh, okay. So, it was a powerful week for me. I know that, indeed, that we um, had a girl on our crew who was, she, she, she said she was a Christian, but, I mean, she said that she wasn't living the best life that she needed to be in. And, you know, all week long, it's been tough. And then 
on Friday when we were fixing the gutters and stuff for her, she just she was just crying during devotion. She just poured out. She got on her knees and she poured out to Christ and that day. I just thought it was awesome and just to see the works of God, what He did for her. But that, would, that wasn't it, though, because a dude who didn't really talk about anything all week, and I've actually been trying to get him to talk all week, uh, he was a construction worker that uh, was on our crew. That's pretty cool because, you know, he knew what he was doing and helped us out, not just for the crew chase, but for all of us. He uh, got down right beside her and did the same thing she was doing. So I thought it was pretty awesome. One more thing. Um, I said it last year that I was going to like really go into ministry, but I kind of was skeptical about it. I didn't really know. But this year, I know what God wants me to really do. And next year, whatever it is or whatever I'm going to do, it's going to be something to do with ministry. If it's not Kentucky Changers, God's leading me that way. This was my fourth year of Changers, and uh, this week we were in Nansburg building a porch for a lady out there. And uh, when we got there after Sunday, we were looking around, seeing what we were supposed to do. And I'm like, told Jackson, I said we should be done by Wednesday. And Monday comes around, and we didn't get much done. And Tuesday comes around, we were just starting the boarding, and I was getting worried. I'm like, are we going to get this finished or not? And Wednesday before. Uh, we get, got started working. Our crew leader, Carl, said we have three jobs this week to do. One, love on our homeowner. Two, work on ourselves. And three, finish the project. And after that, we just really applied that to our lives. And Wednesday and Thursday, we got a lot done. Thursday, we were almost completely done with it. And it was almost like God telling us that if you love on your homeowner and really work on ourselves, I'll, carry, I'll take care of the work site. Um, this was my first year of changers, and at first I was kind of like, I don't really want to go. I'm scared, but um, I got myself to go, and I prayed about it. And when I got there, I was still kind of like, uh, I think I want to go home. But <laughs> but eventually I got to where we started the project, and I didn't have anybody on my crew that I knew from here. Um, two of them were actually from South Carolina, and when we started doing it, we all became like best friends. And by the end of the week, like at the end of the service, we were crying because we didn't want to leave each other. <laughs> and it was really sad, but um, I had a blessed week, and I'm glad that I got to go. It was my first year going to Changers, and I won't regret it. And when we got to the work site, there was three little kids, and I love little kids, so... There was one that stood out to me, so we uh, talked to him. He was like, a, he we ended up leading him to Christ that week, and he told us he didn't know God. So we just talked to him about it and invited him to come to church, and we ended up just talking. And he was like, I need to be saved, so we led him to Christ.
So this was my first time doing changers, and I really didn't want to go, but my dad convinced me. <laughs> and I was on a crew with him and Danny and Jonathan, and we were doing siding. And if you know Danny, there were stories to go along with the thing. So anyway, um, but it was probably the best week of my life because um, there all the friends I met and made and um, – the other part was for about a year now, I just really hadn't been in touch with God a lot because I hadn't found a connection when I would read my Bible. And so I just quit talking to him. And so on Monday, I felt like I should go up and rededicate my life, but I was too scared. And so I talked with Pam. And she helped me, and I prayed. And on Thursday night, I went up to the altar and rededicated my life to him. And so I'm just a totally different person now. This is my first year at Changers. And, uh, well, we worked on a deck, and then we built the lady a wheelchair ramp. And... uh, I don't know of anybody getting saved on my crew, but uh, the lady just, she said she had no words to explain the work we had done because she loved it so much. Uh, This is my first year doing changers, and, well, I really didn't want to go at first. My grandma kind of already paid for it and everything. Uh So I was really like, I didn't want to go. I got there, and then I went into my room, and I saw, like, I knew Jackson, and I knew Isaac, but I didn't really know a lot of people. So I met a lot of new friends there, and the job we did was a deck, and uh, I have three crew chiefs here with me, John over there, and Elizabeth, and Kyle. But, yeah, they really were encouraging to me, and uh, I look up to them because they live their life with God really well. And, yeah, I met a lot of new friends, too, so it's cool. I ain't very good at this, but I'm not going to lie. On Friday night of week before last, I wondered what I had signed up for. <laughs> I lost my dad in April. This this year for me has been a whirlwind uh, of emotions and uh, just an overload of work for me. I called uh, Brother Rick Atwell last Saturday. And, Rick, I want to thank you for what you told me. I was sitting in Tractor Supply parking lot buying some mineral for the cows, and I wouldn't want to come to Changers at all last Saturday afternoon. I had too much work to do. But God had a better plan. And Rick told me, he said, I said, Rick, do I have to go tonight? And he said, well, Kyle's like this. He said, either you're going to farm or you're going to do changers. And I want to thank him for telling me that because I packed my things up and come on down. But uh, Saturday night at worship, the topic at worship was, uh, why am I here? And uh, that was incredible to hear. And on Monday morning, I was still sort of wondering why and uh I came across this scripture, it's Ephesians 2.10, and it says, For we are God's handiwork, 
created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared us in advance to do. And, you know, I don't claim to be a smart person, but I'm on the maintenance crew at Taylor County Board of Education, and I think Doug Smith can suffice. There's not a lot of things. I'm kind of a MacGyver. They've called me a MacGyver my whole life. And, you know, I praise God for putting me in the place he put me in this week. I got to meet Caleb and Elizabeth and John, and it's just been a blessing to work with them. And, uh, you know, God has restored his purpose in my life this week. I was raised by parents that were true servants. My dad, it didn't matter what happened, if how busy he was, if something was wrong, he would drop his work and go to help others. And you know, I want to praise God for that opportunity this morning. Uh, this is my third year at Changers, and uh, like Isaac said, we were on the same crew, and I was really good for me because I was kind of scared this year to uh, go. I was kind of skeptical because the past two years I've been, you know, last year I was last year I was sick. First year was, I just really didn't enjoy it. But uh, <laughs> this year it was uh, it was a great week. I was really blessed and met some great people, reunited with some people I went to preschool with, and it's uh, from South Carolina, and. Uh, I was just re- I was really glad I went this year, and I'm excited for next year and years to come. Um, this is my first year going to Changers, and I, I I love serving on international missions, but I think that has helped me to learn how to serve at home better. And Changers is a way to do that. And and basically, I went because I couldn't resist uh, Danny Hawes's joy and wanted to hear more stories. So, uh, um, but we had so much fun. It was it was more work than I've probably ever done in my whole life combined in one week. <laughs> my husband's a hard worker on the slacker. But anyway, um, it it was so awesome. Two things. Um, Danny is such an inspiration to me. Last year uh, at Changers, he was going through chemo for lymphoma, and this year he's going. He was going. He is still going through radiation. And has three more weeks. So please keep praying for him. But he was there every day at the job site in the hottest week so far this year, and he would leave for his um, uh, radiation treatment, and he would come back and bring us ice cream. And how humbling is that? You know, I get hot and want to lay on the ground for an hour, and he, you know, he's going through radiation, and he's nauseous, and he's tired, and he's weak, and he serves Jesus and serves others with a laugh and joy. So how great is that um, um, example in my life, and I'm I'm thankful. But also thankful for um, Jonathan and um, Clay for being godly men. Um, I had a challenging upbringing, and and to see godly men serve others humbly and lovingly and and just sacrificially, it just just, just heals my soul. I also want to give uh, a a praise to God, a shout-out for his provision continually throughout. Um, By the time we got to Thursday and Friday was our last day, my fleshy self was saying, there's no way we're going to get it done. There's no way. I just have nothing left to give. But God would provide the energy. God would provide the strength. And God provided Steve Lawson. (laughs) So I saw um, Caleb on, I guess it was it. Um, Friday afternoon after it was over, and I said, I said, Caleb, you need, you need to be so proud of your daddy because he works so hard, and he, he just, 
you know, and, and God provided other men, too, to step in and fill in and women and whatnot. And um, Caleb said, well, do you know this is, this is what my dad does as a hobby on the side of his job. God provided the exact person we needed and people, Rick Atwell and others, the exact time we needed it when we were tired, felt like it wasn't all going to get done. But God, God made it all come together. He just he is worthy to be glorified and praised. And what a blessing. We've seen so much of his handiwork and this community really working together to build up his kingdom and to love others because Jesus Christ loved us first. So God, God be praised and glorified for all of the many blessings. Just so humbled. Well, first of all, we all agree that only the children or the young people were going to speak today. Um, so I'm kind of not prepared. But everybody knows how I feel about missions, and um, particularly overseas missions. But this was actually my third changers. Um, my very first one, I was really young, and I actually did work so I could handle it. The second one, I did nurse stuff. And so when I got ready to go on this one, I'm not going to lie, at first I was like, you know, I'm okay with jumping on a plane and going halfway across the world to be a nurse. But I don't know how I'm going to do with this whole week of manual labor. Um, but it turned out good. We had a good crew, and um, it was just a real big blessing to work with people in our hometown. I actually ended up working on a guy's house who I actually went to high school with who was in a wheelchair. And I can remember in high school, um, there was a group of kids that always kind of picked on him. And sadly enough, I was acquaintances with these people, um, but I never stood up for him. You know, he never got to see what, what a real Christian could look like because I just always kind of turned my head and went on about my business. So I was very blessed and glad that I got the opportunity to see him after all these years and let him know what it's really like to serve and be a good person. So I kind of got to redeem myself through that. So it was a good week and I enjoyed it, and I survived. Uh, I always think that we never know when we go do changes or any missions. Uh, I suppose how what we do resonates, how... Uh, you know, we're, we're there for the homeowners, but it, it could be somebody driving by. It could be a neighbor looking out the window watching us that we never know about, that the Lord's touched them through what we're doing. Uh, but sometimes you do get a, kind of a little glimpse of what, what, what God's doing. I'll tell you a quick story about that. We, the uh, job we were on, Allison and I, uh, and a, a fine fellow named Jeff Jewell from Ohio County, he's, he's been here at our church before and played some music. But... Uh, one of the things we were doing for this gentleman was tearing down his gutters and replacing them. We were actually only supposed to clean his gutters out, but by the time I figured that, we'd already ripped them off. That, that's not true. That's not true. So, so for several days, uh, that was the first thing we did was rip the gutters off. But for several days, we had a big pile of gutters laying in the yard. And I'd ask the gentleman uh, day one if he would like to keep the gutters, to recycle them, they're aluminum, just like cans. Uh, you won't get much for them, but you get a little bit. And he said, no, uh, he really didn't have a way to do that. If we could just get rid of them, that would be great. So I really didn't know how I was going to get rid of those gutters. And uh, so uh, around about maybe Wednesday or Thursday, it came to me. Uh, it's worth noting that, that we were in Somersville, a place that I'm fairly familiar with. And so what I did was I went over to the uh, Minute Mark chapter of the Circle of Knowledge. Some of you may be members. <laughs> I found a fellow over there that I knew, and, and I said, you know, who would be interested in these gutters? And, and he, right off the bat, he said, uh, right, over, right over the hill, uh, there's a guy at the bottom of the hill. I can't remember his name, but he would be glad to take those gutters. So I went straight down there, and, and uh, 
you know, I've never seen this guy before in my life. And an older fella, he comes walking out, and I ask him if he'd be interested in these gutters. And he said, he said, yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, if you can bring a truck or trailer up there, I've got some some uh, willing teenagers. They'll load them up for you. All you got to do is show up. And he said, well, I don't really have anything to come up there and get them. And I said, well, you show me where you want them, we'll get them down here. And Jeff, the guy that was with us, had a, a great big old church van. and uh, But even... A big church van, when you've got uh, a gutter that's folded and still 14 feet long, we had about six or seven feet of gutters hanging out the back of his church van with both doors open. And, uh, and we took them down there and, and unloaded them. And before we left, we, we asked the, the gentleman if, it was, if, you know, if there were any illnesses or, or needs in his family that we could pray over him with. And, and he said yes. And he had a, a brother-in-law that was there that uh, had severe respiratory illness. And uh, his wife had some back and nerve problems, and, and we were able, to, uh, us and the kids were able to pray with them and, and pray over them. And, and uh, uh, the gentleman broke down; he was crying. It was it was extremely touching. And that's not even something that, you know, I, getting rid of the gutters was such a minor part of what we were there to do. It didn't really have. Honestly, we could have just I could have just told Wendell said, "Hey, uh, somebody needs to go get these gutters." You know, somebody get somebody with a trailer out there or something. Uh, it was just such an insignificant, to, to me, seemed like such an insignificant part of the job. But it was really, for me, the highlight of my week. And I would also say that if, if anybody, and I think I've heard other people say this, if anybody's interested in mission work, Changers is such a great place to start. Uh, and even if you've done other missions, it's, it's just I would encourage you, if you've never done it, to give it a shot. You don't need any construction knowledge at all. Uh, Blake and... Corey Bonds do it, so <laughs> that tells you something. But it is a fantastic experience. I would encourage anybody, if you're if you're interested in missions at all, give Kentucky Changes a try. Hi, I'm Jonathan Halls. I've been to several, uh, several different changes throughout the years. Uh, this year, I was lucky enough to be on a crew with. Um, Pam and Clay and my dad. Um, it was just an awesome crew. We had a group of girls. Uh, the rest of them was girls and one boy. We had a vinyl siding project. Um, it was just a good time to grow closer to Christ. Um, and I want to thank all these uh, people that aren't up here that had a, you know, had a part in Changers. There's so many women who cook for us every day, and and uh, so many so many people who had a lot of. Uh, Stuff to do with changers that that we don't you know appreciate. Um, we was running a little bit behind on Thursday. Uh, Friday we had a group of guys who uh, came. If we didn't have those guys um, Friday, we would have probably been um, still working yesterday. But uh, uh, thank you all for the support and everything. This is my first year at Changers. We built two decks and we coated a roof. And I was with Mark, Corey, and Brad Hodges. And unfortunately. <laughs> and both of our home homeowners got saved this week. We had a different guy on our crew that got saved this week also.
This week was a, a wonderful week for me. Uh, all week it's been love out loud. And I'm going to tell you, if you can't go through this week here and not see the love and feel the love, and it don't just come from just going and working on that site. I mean, it comes from the love of all the people, the crew that you work with, the church that supports you, being over in that schools and, and watching these kids worship and just... I'm telling you what, this week, if you didn't get your cup full, there was something wrong. I tell you what, it's been a wonderful week. Uh, this was my second year at Changers. We did the, me and Taylor were on the same crew. We did the ramp and repair the deck for a woman. Uh, it's kind of nice to see the appreciation that they have for the work that we provide them. Thank you all for the opportunity to go to Changers. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we decided to bring it back to Green County. I can't wait till we bring it back to Green County again because it makes it so easy for, for uh, this congregation to be a big part of it. Um, my life has changed. It just little bitty steps, little tiny things that change, but uh, you, you probably don't know this, but I like things to be where they're supposed to be in the right place and, and kind of a perfectionist. And uh, as I sit there, and, and I, I think it's so neat that we can feel the whole gymnasium floor with, with changers, but as, as I watched, just stood back on the sidelines and watched, and I said, well, you know, well that one's from Greensburg Baptist. That's, that's a Greensburg. That's one of ours. That's one of mine. That's one of my brothers. And uh, just so proud of every one of you, the way you work, the way you hustle. And, and the youngest one in here, the way Will stepped up and grabbed the mic when most of us are, tr are trying to shy away from it. Isn't, isn't that fantastic? Uh, how we can do that because Will's got something he wants to share about how he, how he changed at Kentucky Changers. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome blessing. So uh, I'm just proud of everybody and, and what they did and how hard they worked uh, in the heat. Uh, uh, everybody, you know, we had to have uh, water. We had to have food. We had to have supplies. Uh, it took a tremendous amount of people, and, and, it, and it started six or eight months ago, so there's a lot of work went into it. And I think it's pretty cool, and I think uh, we need to continue it. Uh, one, one big lesson that I learned this week is uh, a lot of people like to talk about missions. <clears throat> Kentucky Changers is going to be one week out of the year. But, but I learned this week we're on a mission all the time. And even some of the Bible stories that, that we talked about while we are at Kentucky Changers, uh, it seemed like God had this mission, <clears throat> but but sometimes it wasn't a mission. Sometimes it was just simple, as as David taking lunch out on a hillside because two armies were afraid of each other. So there wasn't any battle going on, no battle at all. hadn't been a battle for forty days, and and Dad says, "Hey, Dave, you know, take some biscuits up there to your brothers. They got to be hungry." So he just walks up there with biscuits. And while he's there, he hears this big guy bad-mouthing his God. And I, and I thought to myself, how many times have I been in a workplace and somebody wants to tell a dirty joke and I shy back 
And I don't say, hey, man, you know, that's my God that you're bad-mouthing. And, and I shy back. So, so I learned this week we're on a mission all the time. And we can make some big stories out of some little stories. And, and, and another thing that I, I learned this week, Friday as I came in, uh, all the homeowners were there. And Aaron, there's a, a relationship to a homeowner. And she said, man, I can't believe how changers has, has changed things. She said, I know that ramp was built. And, and I know that, that my relation now can, can get out of the house and enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the day where she was stuck in the house. Now she can get out of the house. But because she can get out of the house, this has happened. Because this has happened, another thing has happened. So it's just a chain reaction. It's not as simple as, as uh, building a ramp. The homeowner got a ramp. The homeowner can now enjoy the sunshine. Kentucky Changers built a ramp, and, and they learned things. And so it, it, it's a chain reaction, and I think it's pretty, pretty awesome how we can keep that chain reaction going. So thank all you guys for, for making it possible. I was on Crew 7. Our crew chief was Bill Reeves, and our assistant crew chief was Cody Lockhart. We had built, we was fixing a deck, which barely anyone on our, no one on our crew had ever seen anything like it. They had a wood frame supporting concrete, which that was hard to fix. Scared us a little. <laughs> one of the, we thought one of the supports would have slipped, and we also had. The, we also rebuilt one of the walls that he had. It wasn't really a support wall. It was more, I really don't know what it would be called, but if that one re rebuilt, we uh, also fixed his rail, supported that them, and one of, our, one of our crew members, Zach Williams, he was from Ohio County, got saved, I think it was, Thursday night, I think he said, rededicated his life. I'd just like to think that, that I got to new, reuse some acquaintances and, and got to know the older ones that I've worked with for years with changers. It's a joy to be able to go on a mission trip. And I'm like Rick. I think every day should be a mission trip, especially as, as I get older. You know, I know my time is more limited, so I, I want to be more a witness to those people around us and the people I work with. We need to remember Peggy Murphy and her family. Uh, she has cancer uh, real bad. She said the other day she'd probably be taking treatments uh, probably three weeks out of a, every week, every, every three weeks for the rest of her life. Her husband is just totally almost disability. And this lady just strives to keep changers going and love the people and, and just keeps it going all the time. I don't see how she does it unless God is in it. She told her doctor the other day, she said, it's not you, you know, you're a good doctor, but i got a better one than you are. So, uh, you know, she's just all, all aboard on changers. I know you're excited. Let's keep it going. Let's plan another one for next year. Uh, I'm just so grateful our church is mission-minded, providing us with buses and, and people and finances. We just don't have to ask. It's always there. 
And we just, I'm just so gracious that I'm involved in the church and missions and here. Let's keep it going. Okay, guys? Love you. My crew um, was a high school age crew. Uh, we had a pretty dangerous job. And I can say right off the bat that Kirby Pruitt is one of the bravest men that I know in this world. Uh, we painted a house purple. And it, it fits. Um, we were going to have to use scaffolding. And we had the uh, Oak Forest... Uh, it's Cumberland, Presbyterian, Presbyterian. I, they love Jesus. That's all I know. Um, they were our sponsor. And they fed us on Sunday. And I came here to worship, went out there and eat. And after it was over with, they wanted to ask some questions. So we went back up to the sanctuary and we answered questions. And they said, What's, what are you all going to do the rest of the evening? And I said, we're going to go to the job site. We're going to prayer walk. And there was probably 30 of them. They said, can we go? I'm like, sure. That's the first time I've ever had the, the sponsored church uh, go with us on a prayer walk. So they came over and they prayer walked, prayer walked with us, and they treated us like royalty all week. Uh, one of the guys that was there, uh, Eddie Bailey, he walked around that house and he goes, how are you going to paint this thing? Uh, basically, the height that I had Kirby up sideways on that piece of equipment was just about probably to the middle speaker right there. And he gave me a piece of equipment that they use every day. It's a big, heavy piece of machinery that they use to lift stuff. And Tommy told me Friday, he said, John Paul, we use that piece of equipment every day. He said, there's not a day in the week that we don't use that piece of equipment. And he said, I told Daddy coming over there, how are we going to get by with this? He said, I don't know. God's got it. He said, you know, we did not need that piece of equipment one single second that week. And we probably, we wouldn't have got that house painted without that piece of equipment. But um, more importantly... I had a high school age team. I didn't have anybody other than Kirby from GBC on, on the crew. Um, I had a young lady from, mm, she's up in northern Kentucky. Uh, she got saved the first night. And her name was Abby. And she got saved. And then my devotional leader has been to as, as many Kentucky Changers events as anybody in here. Because her grandparents serve, and um, he's the transportation coordinator. But um, she was the devotional leader, and she would get different team members to do the devotion. So she got this one boy. We had a we had a crew from South Carolina. They drove nine hours to come here and serve Greensburg. Nine hours. And I'm talking about commitment. But this guy gave devotion on his turn, and he preached to us. That brother's got a calling. He preached to us. And I'm under the assumption that he accepted that call into the ministry, either as teaching or preaching, but he's going to explore that. And he acknowledges that, and it just blessed my soul. 
when you see God pouring out of these young people like that. Um, this family over here on Durham Street, they've got a lot of need. And it's n- it's not just that family that lives in that house, it's the neighbors beside them. Um, the neighbors on one side help her tremendously with those kids. The neighbor on the other side also does. And that whole community, you can just sense the the that they all want to help them. Remember that family. Uh, the lady's name is Juliet Lester. And she's got three children. And they're a total blessing. They blessed me all week. Again, it was a good week. Um, we've got a lot of follow-up work to do with this whole association and this church. Um, and it's not just this association. You know, this this is proof that Oak Forest set the bar for sponsoring a crew, I take. I mean, they set the bar. Uh, there's if, if I'd have said, we need a brand new pickup truck here, they'd have had it there. I mean, it, it didn't matter. They, and they meant what they said. They said, whatever you need, ask for it. And I really had to watch what I asked for because it was going to be sitting there in about 15 minutes, you know. Um, but again, Kirby, can't say enough about Kirby. Kirby needs to be a crew chief. I mean, he... He he supported me, especially one day. Um, he's the man. That's all I got to say. So, um, but we we got that house painted. Um, now the homeowner said that uh, they got a new roof put on and it was the wrong color. After we got done, it worked. It fit and it looks great. I like it. The kids love it. The kids picked the paint out. That's what they wanted. And they were walking around that house saying, "I love my house. I love my house." So, uh, I look forward to doing this again, a couple years maybe, and uh, going next year. So, who's up next? This is my second year at Changers, and uh, again, it was just a tremendous blessing. Uh, I was on a crew with um, with Tony Jewell and Corey Goff, and and we sort of moved through our projects rather quickly. We ended up repairing two decks and painting two decks and some other odd jobs and, and even building a platform for the band director at the school, our crew and some other crews working together. Um, but just amazes me every year, just the dedication that these kids have that come in here. There was a girl in our crew this year that um, she, she had come with her, she goes to a Christian school in Louisville and she had come with her school a couple of years ago, well, three years ago. And her school hadn't been back since at Changers. And she just decided the last two years, she said, I'm still going. So she by herself, 15 years old, doesn't know a soul who's going, goes to Changers and stays with the church group that she doesn't even know. And just the dedication of these kids. She's done that the last two years. Tremendous, tremendous young lady, um, Christian young lady. Um, and just pray for these kids. Um, a lot of them have made decisions this week uh, for Christ and, and have callings on their lives. And just pray for them because the devil is going to jump all over them this week. And even the ones who, who didn't make new decisions this week, some of them have really, really tough home lives. They may be involved in church and they may be involved in a youth group, but that doesn't mean their home life is good. Um, we had we heard from some, some kids on our crew who, had, who have had a tough time growing up. And just, just continue to pray for them.
I'm really thankful for this week. Uh, it was a good week. Uh, I was a, one of the runners, so I didn't have much quiet time. But anyway, uh, I enjoyed it. I run for five sites. And uh, the good part of that is you get to meet a lot of kids. You know, you're not just one crew, but you, you're an old man. can't do a whole lot, but you can run materials to them. And that's great. And I guess the highlight of my week was Friday night at the celebration when this little gray-haired lady stood up and said, Satan lost a soul at my house this week. She was more excited about that than she was the work she got done. And that just, to me, made the week. So Lauren and I, um, we kind of rode the coattails of Greensboro Baptist this year. Um, I don't know that our church in Louisville has even ever heard of changers, but uh, we're going to make sure that changes uh, over the next year. But we appreciate uh, the chance to, to connect with, with you all again and, and, um, and go through this week. I, at the end of the week, I thought, why did it take me this long to get involved in this? I'm not sure. But at the same time, just having Lauren and I go through this together for the first time was very, very meaningful for us. Um, you know, I stayed with the, with the GBC guys, uh, with Blake and Mark and Corey and Brad and all the young men that were in the group. And you may know your church leaders, but you don't know your church leaders until you sleep in a classroom, home ec classroom with them for about four or five nights. And then, you, you want me to cut it off right there? Well, you know, <laughs> Lord, we weren't going to come down. We had, I had church duties in Louisville this morning and, we decided yesterday afternoon after we got home that we wanted to come back. And part of that was just for my own defense. I wanted to make sure I was here to defend myself in case y'all started talking. But, uh, but we had a great week uh, just hanging out in the classroom in the evenings. And, um, you know, one of the things that we tried to do on the job side, I was with Jonathan and, and Danny and Pam and, and, a, and just some great, great kids on our crew. Um, I think we really, the theme of the week for us was... was um, Romans 12:2, which is, uh, do not conform to this world, but but transform your mind to the renewing of Christ. And just, you know, we had devotions before we started the the work day. We had devotions after lunch. Uh, then Danny would leave for for his radiation about 1:30 or so. And um, you know, he talked about he he just started those. And I could let him tell this. It'll take him 20 minutes. It'll take me two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save y'all a little time here. But uh, He'll have other stories, I'm sure. But he, he started that last Thursday and Friday, a week ago. And so Thursday, Friday, and Monday, I think if I got this right, he would come home after radiation and just be sick as a dog, you know, throwing up, have to sleep, was just worn out. So Tuesday, uh, the kids said, hey, let's huddle up and pray for Danny. So we stopped what we were doing, put our hammers down, got in a circle, and, and the kids and adults prayed over Danny. And just cried out to God to protect him and, and help him to get through his treatments. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Either Danny, I mean Danny came back. I think Tuesday he came back to the cafeteria for, for dinner that evening. Uh, Wednesday, he said he felt great. Thursday, he came back to the job site right after he finished his radiation with ice cream. Friday, he had to scoot a little bit early. And so we prayed for him while he was at his treatment. We said amen and looked up, and Danny's driving in the driveway. And uh, so what that taught, I mean, Danny talked about how he now has a new talent, and his new talent is cancer. And he used that talent 
to teach those kids about the power of prayer. He did not waste what God has given him, even though it's a bad thing. God is using that for the glory, for His glory through Danny Hawes, and that's that's just a powerful testimony of what we experienced this week. Um, it was a great week for me. I got banana pudding three days this week, thanks to Todd and, and Brenda and others. Uh, so I can't complain about that. We had great runners, Savannah. I'm not sure why you're not up here, but we had we had great people going and getting stuff for us. Um, the uh, the homeowner, I was talking with the homeowner's daughter-in-law at the celebration Friday night, and she, you know, she said, she said, mom didn't sleep for a week before this before y'all came. She so she was so excited about having you all come, and um, you know, I think she was really blessed. Um, the the kids just got so much out of it. You know, they really said, make sure you don't do the work for the for the students. Show them how to do it and let them do it. And I, I saw a lot of growth in that. Pam Romines can swing a hammer with the best of them, sister. You got it. You got it. Um, I had to make a list. Let me make sure I got everything covered here. The um, We appreciate Rick, Atwell, Rick Edwards. They came Friday and helped us finish the gutters. The kids named Rick, Wreck-It Ralph, and Rick Edwards was Fix-It Felix. That was their nicknames on Friday. So we appreciate them them being there. Um, you know, we had we had the way you find our sites is there was red portajohns at all of them. I mean, that was the marker. You didn't have to look for an address; you just looked for a red portajohn. And so, Bob, we appreciate you having those there because that's a whole lot better than the trees, or the woods. the uh, The kids didn't appreciate how clean they were, but I've been in portajohns before, so I, I appreciate you providing those. And um, I saved the last two things I want to say to the end because I probably won't be able to get through it. But the highlight of the week for me was last night. As I was tucking Lauren in, and she gave me a big hug. And she said, Daddy, that was the best week of my life. And that was working in the heat, doing something she'd never done before. Working with people she'd never met before, sleeping in a room with people she'd never met before, and it was still the best week of her life. And I'm just so proud that she rededicated her life this week. I thank Pam for talking with her that night. Um, that's that's one thing. And the last thing, Karen Markham, I want to tell you that my daddy would be so proud. know that you're sitting in his chair at that high school and you're carrying on the legacy of being a Christian witness to every student in that school. And I appreciate that so much. You give God a lot of glory just by making the decisions that you make. And I thank you for that. Clay's really hard to follow. Um, they've kicked about all the hay out of the loft. But each one of you prayed, gave, thought about us. I want you to know you're part of all those decisions that were made this week in all of our lives, not just the salvations you heard about the discipleship. And Miss Rachel Dobson, the first house, we talked to her about her salvation and she lost a husband in 2011 and buried a son in 2014 and very lonely. Pray for her. She asked for us to continue to pray. I work with Miss K- 
Karen and Corey as part of our crew. Miss Karen, I think, was strategically placed on my crew to try to help me behave. And I think she did a... Pastor said, Amen. Um, and on that, uh, they, on my name tag, it, they put Tony Jewell, Zion Baptist. And I said, Look at my name tag, Blake. I, you know, he said, My prayers have been answered. <laughs> Working with Corey, he has a gift not only with construction, he's all that in a bag of chips. That's why. We did three jobs, you know, completed two decks and painting and then the band tower out there, and great with the kids, too. Miss Karen talked about the young lady who came by herself. I mean, girls won't go to the bathroom unless they go by themselves, you know. I talked to her about, I mean, just coming totally a strange city, totally. And then Miss Ashley, she uh, submitted to the ministry. She feels a calling. Pray for Ashley, if you remember her and her prayers. One of the things, and I'll stop at this. They quoted St. Augustine, either Jesus is Lord above all, or he's not Lord at all. Just think about that. Mr. Corey. I learned three things this week. Your pastor can get in trouble, even at a mission trip. And if Wendell asks you to stretch your job out, call Danny Hawes. If Danny Hawes is busy, Tony Jewell will take care of it. I mean, three things. Uh, if if God's not in your plan, you don't have one. Uh, I learned that this week and Saturday morning, unfortunately. Uh, be bold. If the uh, Lord has done anything for you and telling, because there's somebody that needs to hear it. And if you really want to see it, Get a blessing from God. Give Him your time. Uh, that's that's the main thing that you can do. He likes the money. He likes other stuff. But give Him your time. So I was on cruise 16 with John and Kyle, um, and I was really out of my element. I was the encourager, but like with Sunday school here, it's all boys. I'm only around boys. And our group was five girls and Caleb. So <laughs> that was, it took me a little bit to get used to it. Um, when we met them, I thought they were all in middle school because they look like babies. So I think that means I'm getting old. I don't know. But um, they did great. We had a huge project. Um, I think it lovingly got called the worst project of the week because we had so much to do. Um, I hate that we don't have a picture, but when you look at the house, you think, where do we even start? I mean, there was so much that could have been done. Um, but the most pressing thing that we need, they needed from us was to build a deck with a ramp. Um, the homeowner's wife is in a wheelchair, and she's got multiple appointments. And the deck that they had was just, it was in really bad shape. Um, it had holes in it. It was sliding off the house. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, so... I really didn't think we'd get done. I, did, I don't think Wendell thought we'd get done. So we were already talking to Dad, like, if you guys get done, can you come across the street and help us? Because there's no way. We, we've got, like, three projects, basically, to do. We have to build a deck, a ramp, and then a porch over the deck. And I did not think we would even be close. Um, so the end of the first day, we had it all ripped off and half of the new deck built back. 
So I sent down a message. I'm like, these girls and Caleb are bosses. We're going to get done. We're going to be done early. Um, but then through the week, I got sick. So they had people filling in. So we kind of stretched it out. I think we let them take more breaks as the week got hotter. Um, but they did great. I really didn't have to do that much. I didn't, like Brenda said, you normally have to kind of keep on them. You need to get to work. I didn't have to do that at all. I was more there to, hey, you need to go drink some water. I don't think you sat in the shade long enough today. Um, this was my first year as an adult there, so <laughs> it was weird to be on that end, but it was a really good week. Um, I thought I was going to be on Danny's crew, so I thought I would have like a coast week, you know, just kind of sit in the shade, make sure he's all right, make sure the kids are doing what they need to do. So then they stuck me with John. I'm like, there's, there's our house. Um, but it was great. We didn't fight at all. I know everybody was wondering about that. And they sent Kyle to us. It's kind of like an SOS, I think, um, because I don't have construction experience. John really doesn't either. But it looks great. You would never know. <laughs> so we got the roof done. You can't tell in that picture, though. Um, but it's got a metal roof. Um, and it works great. She used it as soon as we got it done. She had an appointment. So um, I think they're very happy with it. They came to our celebration um, and spoke about how she loves all of us and what a difference this is going to make through the rest of her life. So it was, it was a good week. She kind of covered it all, so I'll be short and sweet. Um, Mount Gideon was our host church. They were awesome. Uh, of course, they cooked for us every day. Several of the church members came out and helped us, Larry Haney and Greg Willis and a few others, and uh, it was a great week. Uh, Saturday at the high school, um, Wendell came to me and said, I've got a job I think I want to put you on. I said, okay. So I, I went and looked, and in the, we don't have a before picture. But anyway, he said, I don't think it'll be too bad. And Corey was there, and we kind of looked at each other like, oh, boy. And uh, I was hoping maybe Corey would be on our group because I can't build anything at all. That's not a blessing that I have. And uh so Wendell told me I've got a guy coming that knows everything there is to know about building. He's going to lead the ministry. He's good with kids. He's got it all. I just need a grunt man. I said, that's great. That's what I want to do. And uh, at our first meeting, fortunately, the guy was sitting right behind me. I didn't know him from Adam. And uh, they're calling out the crew chiefs and the crew, uh, assistant crew chiefs. They call his name and mine, and they're passing out this sheet of papers and giving it to the crew chief. They walk over to him, hand it to him. I shake his hand, and uh, he slides me the sheet of paper and says, I'm the assistant. You're the crew chief. So I slid the paper back, and I said, no, you're, you're, the, you're the crew chief. I'm the assistant. We did this back and forth, and uh, he said, man, I don't know how to build anything. He said, uh, I had a hernia surgery last week. I'm not really looking to do too much. I don't know how to build. Wendell told me he had a young man coming that could build and, and do everything. So I'm thinking Wendell was talking about Kyle. So, uh, so on top of all that, we met our crew, and we had some very young girls and, and Caleb and uh, Fortunately, my sister was on the crew with us, and uh, after we met our crew, we were, we were real glad Liz was with us and everything was better, but the crew chief and I were having a meeting, and uh, like, this is great, we got it all worked out, but we still have to build this deck, and uh, I think Wendell saw us in the corner freaking out, and he sent Kyle our way, so I didn't know Kyle from Adam, we hit it off, we became best of friends, and uh, Kyle was great with the kids, he was the chief architect, and uh, he pointed, and we did whatever he said, um, Kyle was so good, we had such little scrap. He would send me to Don's. He'd look at me and tell me, I need this or I need that. 
And I was looking around for some scrap, and by the end of the week, all I had was a 6x6. Six six. So I made several trips to Don's with a 6x6, six six, walking through there with stuff we needed. But uh, God was great. Josh Miller came and, and did some devotions through the week, and uh, Jason Sherrill's brother. And it was, it was an awesome week. I uh, can't, really can't believe we got it done, but the homeowners were happy, and, and nobody got hurt, and uh, God was good. So. Train up a child in the way you should walk. Wow. How we've trained a very good crew. Man, it's so powerful. I believe there's steps in heaven that uh, that we're there. And I know I need mine polished. Tell you, serving on the mission field is very important, very, very important on polishing those steps. And I appreciate this crew stepping up and doing some work on polishing their steps when they get to heaven because each one of them are knowing Christ. Wow. Wow, what a what a testimony! And uh, dear Lord, thank you for this church that uh, y'all have such support system. It's unreal. And if you didn't support that, I, I encourage you to get involved in missions because when you the first things I want to hear when I'm there. Is well done, my good and faithful servant. And missions is a servant. When you walk out that door, you have entered the mission field. No sermon, I know. We got a few others that serve. You guys want to come and share? Rick, Savannah, others? Wendell, I don't know if he's here, but. We had others that were serving. You guys want to come and share? Irvin, come share. You sure? Anybody else? I may not have seen you, but you're with us. Um, it, it's, it's been an awesome week. And um, obviously, it's no surprise. These guys can tell you. I sit here by you, brother. Um, that um, It's definitely not my gifting. And so for, for many here, um, God's given them some awesome gifts. And uh, one of the passages that, that really stood out to me, we had, we had a rough job. Um, every job's rough when you're weak, right? Um, so, um, but uh, it was a challenging job. And uh, this week, I had to fill up the white flag on Tuesday and say we needed help. Um, evidently, I was like death warmed over on Monday when I walked in um, because um, several of our, our ladies um, became very concerned. And um, all of a sudden, Gatorade started showing up, popsicles started showing up at our job site. And um, uh, we, were, we were in rough shape. Um, we had a young man on our crew who was uh, 17 years old and from the state of Washington, used to live here. And, and um, he had come back for the week to help. Um, his family had sent him back, let him come. And... Uh, his story was absolutely amazing. Um, at six months old, he was left in the street in China and uh, just left by his parents, totally abandoned. 
And man, God is using this young man in such a mighty way. But uh, he was working so hard, and um, others, and it reminded me of just uh, Paul's words in Romans 12. He says that um, there are different gifts according to the grace of God. If it's service in our serving, and there are many here who have the gift of service, and God has blessed them with skills and techniques um, that I don't have, and um, it was awesome to see them use it. Um, it said those who lead with zeal, and just to see the people be zealous. Um, when I threw the white flag up on Tuesday, I got a little trouble. I didn't quite follow protocol. I didn't know what to do. Um, so I sent a mass text out to a lot of guys, and I said, dude, we're in, we're in bad shape. We're in trouble. Um, they were talking about rain. Our crew chief, um, he's from South Carolina. He had hurt his shoulder. He'd been taking cortisone shots on his shoulder. And so pretty much it was me and uh, another young man scraping three layers of shingles off this roof that was baked in. And so I sent this um, SOS out on Tuesday. And, um, man, our crew, many of them here, some of you out in the congregation, they showed up. Um, some were young. Some were, Brother Cliff, how old are you? How old? 69, and I'll just refer to him from this point forward as Cliff the Cat Cook. Uh, literally, um, if you saw us on the roof, uh, the only person that may have been in worse shape on the roof than me was Corey Bonds. Um, we were both like pretty much um, down on our faces crawling around. And Cliff is literally, I'm sorry, Miss Brenda, to tell you this, like a two-story bluff. He's like hanging over it, like just ripping shingles off. And uh, there were so many others that showed up all throughout the week, Rick and Dr. Romines and others that, that were just there in day in and day out coming to help us. And it just um, it, it reminded me again of just Paul's words to the church at Corinth um, when he tells them in 1 Corinthians 12, he says, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. It's the same God who empowers them all and everyone. He talks about this list of gifts, then he says this again. He says, all these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as He wills. And this week, the work that was done was empowered by God's Spirit. It was the Spirit of God at work. And um, many of these who have gifts, again, that I, that I don't have. And God just working and empowering His people. Um, it was a beautiful thing, you guys. And I want to encourage you all. I don't know what your gifts are, but the Spirit of God, if you're in Christ, He has given you gifts and He will empower you um, by His Spirit to accomplish the work He's given you. And so I want to encourage you to begin praying about that, looking, saying, God, how can I serve? And, man, has it not been an awesome day to hear all these folks sharing um, the different experiences and things God had done? So um, if, you, if you don't know Christ, um, He's the reason why we do this. Um, he's greater than grandmas that paid the way and, and got us going that direction. He's the one that ultimately paid our way. He paid our way by giving His life, by shedding His blood on the cross that we could be accepted in God's sight, that we could be forgiven, that God would look at us as He looks at His Son. And that's the hope for the people we were working on. It's the hope of everyone up here we've been trying to communicate with you this morning. If you don't know that hope, if you don't know that peace of being forgiven, of being accepted by God despite your sin, that's the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's the only hope. And so this morning, I want to compel you to consider that. If you never have, we'd love to talk with you, pray with you. I want to compel you that if you are in Christ and you have been given at least one spiritual gift, and the Spirit will empower you to accomplish the work that God's called you to go. So would you pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the week it's been. Uh, God, what an awesome week. God, a hard, difficult, challenging week physically. But uh, God, we know that in our weakness, God, your power is made perfect. 
And so, Lord, uh, Paul said we would boast all the more gladly about our weakness. So, Lord, I just want to boast in you today. Boast in what you have done, the jobs you accomplished. Boast in the fact that you could save young men and women. You could save homeowners this week. You have transformed people. You have ignited. God, you fan into flame the gift which is in you. God, I praise you for the the igniting of fire. God, I thank you that your word is still faithful, that you are a father to the fatherless. To hear some of those young men this week just testifying of how God is faithful, Lord. Even though we may not have a physical father who might not be faithful. God, thank you that we have a heavenly father who promises, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. A heavenly father who says, I am proud that you are mine. I am not ashamed of you. You are my boy. You are my girl. I claim you. I, I, I I sing, Lord. Your word says that you rejoice over us with singing, Lord. I pray that you would allow your people to hear today. Just tune in to hear you singing over them and say, I love you. I'm proud that you are mine. God, I ask that you would overwhelm your people today with just the empowerment of your spirit, the joy of being forgiven, of having their sins washed and being made as white as snow. Again, thank you for this church, God. Thank you for so many people that you use this week. What an awesome, amazing week it's been. God, I love you and I praise you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.